Okay, we're recording. Hello there. It's been a while. It's been such a long time. It's been at least Do you think seven we even weeks. still have listeners? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Like five people, maybe. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's like, probably just our friends. Thanks for holding on, guys. Yeah. We'll no. just we'll text them after and be like We put it we have one. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. It's all good. All right. All right. So why so have we been missing? Happened. So much has happened mm-hmm. since we last recorded. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> it is currently January twenty second. Yeah, twenty second. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Two two twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I am very delirious. This is Michaela speaking. Very delirious because I had a baby mm-hmm. and I'm exhausted. Yes, the baby has been here for three weeks, and I'm exhausted. I don't think we should reveal the gender of the baby yet. Okay, we're gonna do our best. Okay. To not reveal it. I think that's a good idea. Because the question was if it's boy or girl. Right. So we'll try not to. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, so the last time we did a podcast, we were talking about that we were going to see Gabby. Gabby. Yeah. And we said, like, you might not hear from us or you may. Yeah. Because you might have a baby. Right. So we went to Toronto. Yes. And um, Happy New Year, by the way, mm, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's so it was early, de- it's yeah. early December that we yeah. did this trip to Toronto. And yeah, uh, yeah so we were going to spend one night there. Because your due date was pretty close to us going. No. Oh, we just... It was oh, the Ouija due date. The Ouija. <laughs> which, that was another topic I wanted to talk about. The Ouija board. I know, it has to be a whole other thing. Okay, we'll talk about the Ouija board later. Yeah. Anywho, the Ouija board said that your due date was... December 10th. December 10th, and the show was at 7th. The 7th, yeah. Yeah, so we were like, oh, like... So we we get to Toronto, we went to the... um, Home Alone concert. Home Alone concert, concert, which was was really nice. Amazing. And then um, we went to the... Gabby show, which was her basically promoting her book. Really, yeah, is what it was. It was a book tour. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, Mickey, what happened when we went went to that? <laughs> I have like so many mixed emotions about this event because, okay, and I don't I don't want to say this is like a slight to Gabby because like I don't I don't I don't feel like I know her well enough to make a judgment. Okay, let me just say that first. Right. And foremost. I haven't like bought all the books and listened to all the podcasts so like I don't I'm not an expert on this person is it Gabrielle Bernstein yeah okay see I don't even know her name <laughs> we went to this thing and we have no really I you're right though like we did go to this book tour and we we don't other know, than the topic yeah exactly. and like her and she's about manifestation and right that's what this podcast that's, is about and everything that we're trying to do so exactly I wanted to give this gal a chance you know? right but, like, even, like, showing up to this event, like, I just felt like I was surrounded by high school socialites in, like, leopard print and okay. Botox. Like, it just yeah. felt like a lot of superficiality or something. I don't know. And then 
the actual like opening experience was super cool because yeah. she did this like it was in like a theater and there's all these women and we did this giant group meditation that was, was really cool so cool like you could feel the energy yeah it was really cool like it was overwhelming I cried within like the first like 10 seconds of her starting it because it right. was so powerful and so overwhelming to be in such a large group of people that were all meditating mm-hmm. like, yeah it was it was amazing anyway <laughs> so in this group meditation I started getting Braxton Hicks contractions. She asked us to talk to somebody. Didn't she ask us to talk to like a spirit guide or something like that? I don't know. And then your baby came through? Well, what what happened was she she told us to focus on what we're trying to manifest. Okay. That was the first thing. And so my the first thing that popped up for me was trying to manifest a VBAC. A natural, all okay. natural VBAC, right? Mm-hmm. So I was just visualizing like the baby coming out and putting the baby on my chest. And I just instantly started crying right. with that visualization and then all the people around. And then and then the contractions started. <laughs> oh, you started having contractions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were, I've been having Braxton Hicks like all through the pregnancy. That wasn't weird. It was just that they were regular and they were getting so strong that I had to like focus on them. And... It was freaking me out. And then I had to use the washroom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go into detail. Right. I had to you had washroom. to get... Empty my bowels. Yeah, get rid of things. Which normally is a sign of labor. Right. So I had to leave the show. Yeah. And then come back. And I was like trying to pay attention through the contractions, but like that's not easy. And so I finally just leaned over and was like to both Sam and our mom was with us. And I was like, uh, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. We have to go home. We, were just, we booked like an Airbnb. Like we were supposed to stay the night in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, we got to go. I yeah. Gotta, I got to go. So we did. And obviously like you going through this, I'm super aware that you're going through this. So I'm not paying attention to what she's, she's saying. saying. Yeah. Like. I mean, I got the gist of it, but I was just, like, not present, you know? Like, yeah. I just wasn't there. And yeah. Well, and, like, I just, as a side, I, I wasn't really picking up what she was putting down. And I don't know if that was because it was through contractions or because I just wasn't picking up what she was putting down. Yeah. Like, I wasn't a fan of the style, like, the way it was presented. And right. I felt it was a little bit insecure slash conceited, mm-hmm. which I think those two things go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But I think just that... the wrong way. I think that that's okay. Like, like I, I think I, I had said this to you, you know, like, there's just a... There's a, a huge array of different people spreading these messages. Mm-hmm. And she has an audience that really responds to this, right? Yeah. And, like, we're, we're into the same topics mm-hmm. and like we really like what the message that she is sending we absolutely. really like that absolutely but maybe it's just the way that it's being presented yeah. or it's just the style it's just like not our cup of tea yeah right exactly so it works for some people and not for others and right i'm it just clearly is showing me i'm a big abe fan i just want abe yeah <laughs> i just trust abe i want abe all the way yeah um anyway so we had to leave early which was during the Q&A thing, so it wasn't really during her, like, presentation. No, yeah. But still, that was really interesting, too. Like, people 
talking to her about getting screens and stuff. I don't know. It was like it was interesting all around. I don't it was good. It wasn't, again. but yeah. yeah, yeah. If she's your cup of tea, this is no slight to you at all. No, of course not. It's just it didn't didn't vibe with me. Um, yeah. So we left early and had to walk back to the hotel and get all of our stuff and then drive back. It was a very quiet drive back to Kingston. Yeah, it was like a, from Toronto, which is. I don't know, two and a half hours. Yeah, no of silence. No music, <laughs> just me with the. No, you had the contraction app in the front seat of the car, and yeah. I was in the back, like counting. Yeah, <laughs> I would just reach up and tap her when it started, and tap her when it stopped. Yeah, um, but it it would change if I laid down. They mm-hmm. got better when I laid down, mm. which again, that shouldn't matter. Like. The position that you're in shouldn't matter if you're in actual labor. Right. It'll just get stronger no matter what you do. Right. So the fact that it was changing, I was like, I'm not trusting this yet. Right. And like you were asking, you know, like, should we text everybody? And I'm like, not yet because it's not. It doesn't feel like it. Doesn't it doesn't feel like it yet. Like yeah. It's, even though they are, they're regular and they're intense. Yeah. They're not getting worse. Right. So we just have to kind of go with it. I had these Braxton Hicks contractions for strong like that for like three days i'm chalking it up now to dehydration (laughs) i think just doing things in toronto and like not paying attention not having as much water with me i think that's what happened so um i continued to have those not as not as regular but still regular strong braxton hicks contractions for three weeks which sucked (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> like working through them that was mm-hmm. really hard like driving through them like it's like this is distracting yeah um but it was you know quote unquote like kind of like early labor like to have them that long right which makes sense N- now it makes sense as to how my labor actually went right which i guess we could skip to we can because we had christmas yeah all through christmas we had christmas at our house, which is really small and crammed, but we had to stay close to the hospital because having a VBAC, the midwives weren't comfortable doing home birth, so I had to be at the hospital, which is fine. Maybe you should just say what a VBAC is, just in case people... Vaginal birth after C-section. There you go. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Vaginal birth after C-section. Um, this is like somewhat of a side note, but um, I tried to have a natural birth with my first... Uh, with my son, firstborn. And uh, it didn't go according to plan. <laughs> uh, we tried a home birth, and we didn't know that he was breech. And so we had to go to the hospital and have a C-section, and uh, sucked. Recovery sucked, blah, blah, blah. So they recommend waiting 18 months between uh, a C-section and a VBAC. Uh, <laughs> but this second baby had different plans because we got pregnant 16 months. The due date was 16 months difference mm-hmm. so <laughs> that was not part of the plan at all just kind of which happened. weighed on your mind because you yeah. definitely wanted to have a v-back yeah. and it's to get pregnant risk. as soon as you did m- like might have reduced that chance for you yeah which was it's, playing it's, hi- on, it's high risk right yeah which definitely had a play in your psychology yep yeah there's a lot of things that had a play i Yeah, this whole labor thing, the whole labor prep. I actually did a program. It's called Love Your Labor. It's with Corinne Brown. If you haven't heard of it and you're interested in natural labor, I highly, 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 highly recommend this program. Yeah. 
Um, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, anyway, she did a post on social media a couple months ago that said, um, you know, visualize your natural birth um, and all the things that you want and kind of believe in it. And it was like very law of attraction-esque. And so I reached out to her because I was like, okay, here's the thing. I had a C-section. It's very easy for me to visualize a C-section because I've had a C-section, but I've never had a natural birth. So how do I visualize one if I've never had one? If I've never experienced it. Yes. Like the emotion behind it, all of that stuff. Like I feel a lot of anxiety and fear <laughs> when it comes to potentially ending in a C-section. But, you know, I really, really want to attract this um, natural labor, but I don't know the, I don't, I need someone to almost describe it for me because I don't understand what it would feel like. Right. How do you visualize something that you've never experienced before? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, isn't that the age-old question? It is, and yeah, that I just listened to that. Yeah? Yeah, it was just, yeah. Well, you can circle back around to it if you want. Yeah. <laughs> There's a baby I inside can it. Hear. <laughs> 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 laughing. So cute. Yeah, I can hear him outside the door. Um, um, but I, I'll, it's a really quick thing. So Catherine, who we've been talking about um, a lot on our podcast, she just says, people ask her that question, like, how do I... Feel or visual something that I've never had before, like a, yeah. a seven-bedroom mansion or a yacht that takes me to Monaco or whatever, whatever yeah. it is that you want. Right. How do I visualize that yeah. if I've never had it? Like, how do I imagine those feelings if I've never had it? Right. How do I imagine the feeling of having a million dollars in my bank account if right. I've never had it? Like, right. and she's like, you just have to pretend. <laughs> you just have to pretend. Right. Like how it like feels. Like a little kid. Yeah, like pretend like how, exactly, like just guess, mm -hmm. just guess how it feels. Like mm -hmm. just pretend to know how it feels. Like you're not going to be wrong. Right. Right? Like it, it prevents people from visualizing because they're like, they're just stuck on how, the, the what, what feeling will I feel? Just make, just what, just make one up. Like right. just make it up. Have Anyways. fun with it. Yeah. Have like yeah. you probably feel excited. You probably feel right like mm. accomplished or you, in your situation right like you'd probably feel elated or light or well and that's you know? just it and that's what so the creator of the program I don't even know how she had time to do this but she created a, an audio file for me um, describing like natural birth and how it, that is how it so, feels so nice I know like <laughs> Like she, what? that's so she's nice. She's busy lady. It's not like she's like got like ten clients. Like she's super yeah. busy, and her business is growing like crazy right now. And I'm just, I'm just so happy that this program exists. And like, ugh, it's just doing such a service to. I could talk about it all day long, but I'm just, oh yeah, she's awesome. Anyway, she sent me an audio of it, and it was so good. Like the first time I heard it, I cried from start to finish because it was so. Like I cried. Well described and like, yeah. like It's not something that I'm like thinking about or that I want. To, yeah. You know, like yeah. I don't, I, I'm not looking for a feedback. Like I, I don't have kids. I've never. Right. And I was crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, she just gets like really emotional while she's describing how it goes. Um, and it was just so helpful, like such a helpful aid in being like. You know, it's like almost like you could hear her tearing up when she's talking about it, mm. you know, like and how empowering and beautiful and amazing all of it is. So anyway, that was a huge, huge help. 
Um, I didn't listen to it every day by any means. I just listened to it kind of when I felt inspired. Um, but that was really helpful because it, I was feeling, I was going through the motions. I was feeling the emotions that she was kind of describing mm. to me and like giving me like an audio birth plan. I don't know. It mm. worked. Anyway, so that was really helpful. Um, but yeah, again, if you're pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant, look up this chick because she's incredible. Um, I'm hoping she listens to this at some point. We should tag her. Okay. We will. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So Christmas happened, and then um, the due date was uh, January 3rd. And so the, that final week before, that's the other thing with VBACs, too. They get nervous around the due date. Because right. once you go over, again, they're worried about... The whole thing about VBACs is that they're worried about uterine rupture. Because you have a scar on your uterus and your stomach from them cutting you open, that scar can rupture during labor if the mother or the baby is stressed. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, didn't freak me out because the last labor that I had, the baby didn't show any signs of stress at all, even though I was pushing for who God knows how long right like it was it could have been a stressful labor but I wasn't I was not stressed right it went way longer than it should have and I wouldn't I just was not gonna let it stress me out right and so the baby was fine so I'm like if I can do that and this baby's head down and everything's good to go right I'm not worried about it and I'd fully dilated in the last labor too so I wasn't worried about that like there were all these things that were working for me right and then the visualization like I just felt like I had a lot going for me, and that was really helping in my manifestation stuff. Um, so the night before we, the night before I went into labor, well, actually the week I was doing all the things out of this program to like try and induce labor, like naturally. Mm-hmm. So there's like certain things that you should do, like you take evening primrose oil and you eat a certain amount of dates and like there's like this whole like protocol that you do um but the most effective is uh sex (laughs) i was like she's pausing because she's gonna say something yeah (laughs) that's the most effective way to induce labor for multiple reasons for like a lot of reasons that i won't go into but um why not oh my god there's so many things like it's like oxytocin levels um endorphins um anytime you sort of stimulate the area down there in any type of sexual activity the blood's rushing to all of those organs and like kind of getting them ready and like psyching them up um it's like it's crazy like and then this is gonna get kind of gross but the semen loosens the cervix right so it makes it like easier for the baby like uh, it's honestly like the best thing that you can do which is funny because when you're in your third trimester and you're the size of a whale, <laughs> you can't, there are no sex positions that you can do. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, guys. This, I hope there's no kids in the car when you're listening to this. <laughs> Maybe we should put a disclaimer. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the best thing that you can do. And it's so hard to like, not convince your partner, but you're kind of like, hey, like, <laughs> you don't look your sexiest. I guess depending on your partner. Um, maybe you don't feel your sexiest. I don't know. Anyway, so the night before we watched this really great show mm-hmm. on uh, Apple. Apple Plus yeah, 
called The Morning Show. Guys, it's so good. If you have Apple, Apple Plus, Apple TV, get it, watch it. It's a game changer. It's with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston and, and Steve, Steve Carell. Yeah. It's really good. And other brilliant actors. Yeah. Um, it's really, really, really well done. So we were up till like one in the morning watching yeah, it. Yeah. Because we had just finished watching the season. The season. Finale. So yeah. every episode we watched together, we'd, you know, have a discussion after, but because it was the season finale, obviously there was a that huge discussion really about nerdy. It. You just like... You just like glossed over that every episode we watch, we have a huge discussion after. Like, yeah, people don't do that though. We're, okay, we're really well, we're nerdy. nerdy. Yeah, but we have told like, if you had listened in previous episodes, which I mean, like maybe, maybe you haven't. Maybe um, we have us. We really like film, and we really like media, and we dissect it and like talk hard. about it, and yeah. we're nerdy about it. Yes, like we went to Toronto and saw a show. Because the composer wasn't even there. No. It was an orchestra. Yeah. One of our favorite composers. Performing the yeah. score for yeah. a movie. If you don't know what a score is, it's just the music behind, like, the film. Right? right. So we're super nerdy. Anyways. So we're, we talked about that show yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Like, an hour or so. Yeah. So it was, like, two-ish in the morning yeah. that we went to bed. Yeah. 1.30, I think. Ugh so dumb now when I think about it yeah that was so dumb it was really dumb because and then so dumb I was just like ah whatever like I isn't it great that we can stay up till two and (laughs) not worry about anything like I can just stay up till two oh my god and then I instigated with my partner oh which we didn't have time for no (laughs) so late so yeah so now it's all like adding up and making sense because two hours later yeah we went we went to bed and then two hours later i woke up with like a strong the strongest braxton hicks contraction that i'd felt and i was like oh no here we we go um and so i was using the contraction app counter and like it was after about like half an hour of it and then i was stuck on the toilet i couldn't get off yeah because my bowels were emptying yeah okay here we go so i had to wake up mason and then he was kind of like, okay, like, is this go time? And I'm like, it might be. But yeah. Like, stand by. Yeah. And then I started to have to focus on them. And they were getting more intense. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. Sound the alarm. Yeah. Wake the troops. So, like, you were, he went and woke you up. And then we had to call his parents to come. Yeah. And then we called the midwife. And so this was honestly, this was during an ice storm, too. <laughs> Ontario was having an ice storm. Awesome. Um, I guess maybe our section of Ontario was having the worst of it. Yeah. Um, and so <sighs> we call the midwife and she's like, okay, I'll come in like, I'll come to your house and check you there. And then if it's, you know, progressing, then we'll go to the hospital. She calls us back like five minutes later and it's like, the roads are too bad. I'm just going to meet you at the hospital. We're like, okay. Yeah. Great. Which in hindsight was good because I was progressing quickly. Yeah. So like from my perspective, Mason came and woke us up. He said, hey, I think Mickey's um, having contractions, like, just letting you know. And, like, it's so calm or whatever that you're – and you're, like, maybe this isn't real. Like, maybe he's just telling me this, right? But I woke up. I went to the bathroom. And so I went to the bathroom, pee. Then I <laughs> came – the reason I say pee is because it didn't, t- didn't take me long. That was my point. Right. I, I came you. into your room, and you're over the sink, and you're, like, like – 
your eyes are just glazed over and you're like really breathing and mm-hmm. you're like what is happening <laughs> and i'm like okay this is happening and it's progressing you are progressing really quickly yeah and we have to do things and now. i was like packing because we hadn't fully packed our yeah <laughs> we were a bit of a gong show yeah it happens so I was, like, fast brushing my teeth and in the shower it like, happened I'm doing really all fast. these things but it was like progressing really and quickly. the freaking ice storm so yeah like i go in and tell nick i'm like hey like we're packing a bag like this is happening go de-ice the cars right or the car right so he's like okay he jumps and gets his clothes on and and then he stayed here with george yeah it was it was pretty intense like leaving the house and going to the hospital having the contractions as i was leaving my room going to the driveway were getting more intense yeah this is going really fast yeah i'm like you're like is the car ready i'm like yeah it's the car ready (laughs) like yelling out the door (laughs) uh your husband uh, our boys um so i'm like in the driveway and like nick's like holding my hand i had to stop and have a contraction in the driveway in this crazy ice storm like ice pellets are like coming down <laughs> and then like on a, as soon as i looked outside the first words out of my mouth was man this baby's dramatic like mm-hmm. this is a dramatic baby i don't know who it is but like really like we're gonna go into labor during an ice storm mm-hmm. because that's how all good labor stories start yeah. right like it's like is this 1950s like oh my god anyway so we go to, we go to the hospital and uh it was good because no one was on the road so that worked That's out well. That's true. We had our four ways on really. Good. Yeah. Um, we get to the hospital and it's like early in the morning at this point. So I think like the first contraction started at like 3.30, 4 in the morning. We get to the hospital at 5.30. And uh, you run out and grab a wheelchair. Yeah. Because um, Mason drove in the wrong way. The wrong spot. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like wheeled me right up to labor and delivery. Def- they definitely heard me before they saw me. Yeah. For sure. Because at this point, I was, like, really moaning through these contractions. You can, like, hear by the story how quickly this was progressing. Yeah. Um, and then once we got to the room, and our midwife was there, which was great. It was really nice to see her because I was like, okay, good. Like, We're you felt good safe. Yeah. Like, we can do this now. Right. Because up until that point, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't progress too quickly because, like, I need to be in a safe space. So... We got to the the room and yeah, from there it happened pretty quickly. Like, um, I was standing kind of against the bed, and uh, one of the things they teach you in the Love Your Labor course is counter pressure from either a doula or a partner or a friend or whatever. So Mace was doing that with me, my husband, and that was I can't even explain how much that helps. Like, actually cuts the pain in half or more. That's like it's, crazy. It's incredible. Um, and it was just this like hip one, like he just, he just was pushing my hips inwards and upwards kind of, um, through each contraction. And it like, it's, it's honestly like with these, there's so many other methods too, that this program teaches you and it's like acupressure points and like all these other things. But that for me was what worked the best. And, um, it's like, it is the reason you can do it without pain meds. Yeah. Like that's how you do it. Right. Because... I see how women would get pain meds if they didn't know they could do this. Right. Because that's how painful it is right. when it's not happening. So my question is, um, because obviously I'm in the room, so you yeah. had your husband Mason, me, and Nick and in the room. Yeah. So Nick was with George, but then grandparents came over, right. and then Nick came to the hospital. So right. the four of us and midwives are in this room. Yeah. So 
Um, obviously, I have a unique perspective. Yeah. From my perspective, when you're having a contraction and he's pushing against your hips, yeah. you're still making the same sound. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like the pain has changed. Right. So what... It has. How can you... So I'll explain. Okay. So <laughs> when the contraction starts, you almost... You feel a little bit of panic because you don't know how much more intense it's going to be okay. than the last one. Mm-hmm. So there's this moment of like, hmm, I don't know how this is going to go, right? So I, you can even tell in my own yes. voice, right? It starts yes. as, as like a panicked high. Right. right, like when you're like moaning through them, or you know, some women have different audio tactics, but yes, I moan through mine. It's kind of like an ohm. Yeah, there's like a vibrational sound. It's like a constant sound that comes out. Like, right. I don't know. You weren't saying ohm, but that was that's like how the, I felt. That was the vibration that I was getting. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And but it would start as a like you know like it starts as like a like a panicked like uh, like you know until he did the pressure and right. then I could find a sweet spot and stay there right right so it's still painful like there's still pain mm-hmm. it's just not nearly as intense as when he's not doing the counter pressure mm-hmm. yeah so the pain is still there but it's controlled I felt control over it. Okay. I didn't feel panic over it. Right. In the beginning, you feel I a see. bit of panic. I see. But then when you have the support and the strength and it's cut in half and it's not peaking anymore, it's just staying. Right. Then you can just ride it. Right. I see. Yeah. Right. Like you feel like you have your tool. Yeah. I don't know. Your surfboard. Your security. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. You have got your... your uh, security blanket and mm-hmm. it just feels like feels good feels better feels really good yeah 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 that's how you answer that question right yeah. okay um so yeah there's different things that i tried i thought like because i've heard water cuts the pain in half as, in, as well but as soon as i got in the shower i was panicking because mace couldn't he my, i was too slippery like he couldn't like and it's lash. a small shower it yeah, was it a was, small shower it was too small like he yeah. can't get in there and no. like it wouldn't work no which is fine so i got back out and then i basically labored on all fours on the bed for another like hour and a half couple hours yeah Two your hours. labor was it's five total yeah from start to finish and you which is crazy hour because i was manifesting four to six hours and yeah. i think i said that in a previous podcast maybe i want to say that i did because okay. that was what i wanted okay i was manifesting four to six i kept saying four to six four to six and it was five right which is pretty cool yeah um, they had to break your water. They did. So that, and that was really helpful. Yeah. I didn't want any interventions. Like I would have preferred to just let my body do its thing naturally. But when they suggested that and I, the pressure was starting to feel like really overwhelming. When she did break them though, that she said like not a lot came out. Yeah. Like it did break, but like it wasn't a lot yeah. of fluid that came out. Yes. It was a lot later. Yes. I think they must have been like squished in some way. I'm not really sure. Right. Um, but yeah, there wasn't like anything crazy. Um, but it did help. Like she did break my water, and that did help. Well, and she said like, it's up to you if whether or not you want me to break your water. It, you know. But she's like, I think it would relieve pressure, but mm-hmm. it also will speed things up. Yeah. Like if you're willing to be, you know, if you can handle more intensity or whatever, that's about to happen. Yeah. Which is what I wanted at that point. Like right. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Because right now I feel like I'm at a standstill. Right. And like I can handle more. And you were more. 
um, reporting. I don't want to say complaining because that's not it. You were just, you were saying that you felt a lot of pressure. Yeah. And well, so, and she like, was asking. Like, she's mm -hmm. like, do you feel pressure? I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, lots of pressure. And it was like, it, yeah, it was like uncomfortable. Like, I'm like, something needs to be done here. I was just hoping the waters would break on their own. But of course. They didn't, but that's fine. Um, so, yeah, she did that. And then, yeah, things progressed much faster. And uh, the baby was born at 8.56 on December 30th. Mm-hmm. How was pushing? You, we were talking about contractions. How was what was pushing like? Oh yeah, I guess I should go back to pushing. Pushing was great. Okay, pushing was awesome. Highly recommend pushing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's weird. There were a lot of things that I didn't anticipate about pushing because I'd never pushed before, obviously, and so uh, the breaks in between the contractions. Yeah. Were they different? Yes. They were different than the breaks in active labor. Okay. So in contractions where you're not pushing, you're just like... You're, it's just your uterus you're every all your these opening. Right. Yeah. Those breaks were different yes. than the pushing breaks. That's right. Okay. Which I was not expecting. Right. Right. And you've never had that before. No. And when she broke your water, that's when pushing started to happen. Yeah. Well, I was already starting to push before that. Right. But nothing was happening. Right. Because the water, the bag's water was in the way. Right. So she broke it, and then I actually got some traction. Right. Could move the baby down. So cool. Yeah, so what's pushing like? So cool. Um, you feel, well, I guess if you're not medicated, you feel everything, everything opening. You can feel your hips widening. You can feel your pelvis, like, like opening. That's crazy. It's wild. It's, it's cool, though. Like, I don't know how to explain it. There's no other, like, feeling to, like, associated with mm -hmm. like there's nothing else that you'd does it if it feels like it's opening like you said you you feel like your pelvis is opening mm. did it you feel the sensation of it moving did yeah. that hurt no 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 it was there's pressure but it's like doesn't feel bad it feels good mm. and then so it was really neat because you i'd feel a contraction coming and then the midwives would be like okay that feeling right there, like there was like a certain moment where they could tell I was like feeling something or pushing or something. I don't know how they knew, but they knew once I was in a groove of pushing or like what, where the sweet spot was for how I should be pushing. I don't know how they knew, but they That's knew. That's so cool. Because they would say right there, that right there. And it was like either sound or what they saw or both. I'm not sure. They'd like feel, feel into that, lean into that, push into that. And that helped so much. Because wow. they could tell where I was I don't know that was cool um and then uh yeah it was it wasn't there was no pain when I was pushing with a contraction wow so like you'd have the breaks yeah the contraction would start and you'd feel some pain but then once you started to push into it no pain wow. pressure yeah but no pain wow I know so no pain on breaks no pain on breaks and no pain when you're pushing. That's right. A little bit of pain when it's like, oh, I'm, I'm having another contraction. Right. It's to push. To yeah, but then you start to get excited because the more they come, the more you're like, yeah, I want another opportunity to push because it feels so good. Right. To push because you feel progress. You can feel the head moving. You can feel the body of the baby moving. Right. So it's like exciting. Yeah. And there's no pain. Right. <laughs> what? That was really cool. Yeah. And then... Um, 
there's obviously pain like in the quote unquote like ring of fire when the baby's head is like crowning. Yeah. That's where you feel pain. But yeah, it was painful. Not as painful as I thought it was going to be from what other people have described. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's called the ring of fire for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to expect it to sting. Right. Right? Like, I was anticipating all of that. Right. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right. Like, I guess maybe my imagination was worse than what it could have been. I don't know. But the other thing, too, is the midwives were really great in saying, like, this is good. Right? Like, you're you're stretching right. really well. Like, don't panic. Like, it's, you're in a good place. Like, trust your body. Like, they're saying all the right yeah. wonderful things. Yeah. So, you just, you know, embrace the stinging you just embrace it yeah you know it's like okay it's good it's all good. this is the normal yeah. it's normal to feel this yeah it's normal to feel yep. yeah yeah so um I don't think the head was there for very long no it felt quick it like did. the actual pushing of the baby out felt I think it probably quick. was like 15 minutes maybe yeah from like from when you could see it a little bit to like to then it coming yeah out. Yep. which is pretty good yeah, I think mm-hmm. you'd moved on to your back at this point. Yeah, which is something that I you weren't over. expecting to do. No, and that was really nice mm. because I was my arms and legs were really sore from being right. on all fours. Yeah, so it was nice to just rest on my back. But I definitely didn't anticipate that because I figured gravity would be what be you really wanted. helpful in yeah. the final pushes. But I went really sore. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the way it happened. Um, but yeah, that was really neat. It's funny, like. I didn't see you guys at all because I was totally in my own, like, zen zone. But you guys had, like, a front row seat. Front your, row. Your husband has seen more crevices in my body. Yeah, he's seen every, every square inch of, of you. <laughs> he even had to step in at one point when Mason had to use the washroom. Yeah. He had to come over. I'm not wearing any clothes. Like, I'm, like, full-on carnal animal. <laughs> like, yes. graphic fluids. Like, it's the full deal. Yes. And he jumped up on the bed <laughs> behind to push my <laughs> hips. Oh, my God. He's the real MVP. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, not the one who was pushing for hours no. and brought life into this planet. No. Nick's the real MVP. He's the real MVP <laughs> for counter-pressuring pressuring for his sister-in-law. I kind of talked to him a little bit. Like, not a little bit, but like, we talked about it afterwards. And he... He's like, I'm just a very logical person. So when I see that, it doesn't it doesn't freak me out because I'm like, this makes sense to me, right? Like, this is what labor looks like. This is what it... He's like, it, it doesn't freak me out. It's yeah. just this... Logically, this is what it looks like. And logically, this is what happens. Right. So he's just purely looking at it from like a very educational perspective, <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, and it's... And he's like, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. But like that... That's what makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And when I needed someone to be there to do it, I needed someone strong to do it. Right. And like, because, yeah, Mason says it takes every bit of strength that you have. It's not like light pressure. Like, wow. he's like, it's Well, he sh- all his arms strength. are shaking every time. Yeah. And he sweats. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's all. He needs water. Strength. Yeah. He has to take breaks. Yeah. With me. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, it's definitely a team effort. Yeah. Like this whole natural labor thing, it's not something I did by myself. Serious team effort. Um, anyway, so yeah. So uh, when, so the head was out and I knew the head was out. 
And then the midwife was like, do you feel another contraction coming? And I was like, I think so. But it was like kind of taking its time. But then it finally did come. I think the baby's head was sitting there for at least a minute. Yeah. Like just hanging out, not breathing, which is weird. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, she... Uh, the hand was... Yeah. So that was the next part is like when I was about to push the shoulders out, uh, the hand was stuck like up behind. Yeah. So that was... It got a little kind of scary. His hand was on his face. So, like, his head was, I just said, <laughs> its head. Well, that's ruined. I'm sorry. Its head. It's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to that later. So, its head was, like, halfway. It wasn't fully out. Mm. It wasn't, like, a whole head sticking out. Like, it was, like, there. But she noticed that his hand was on his face. Right. So she had to go in there. Yeah. Which get, was get so the elbow, crazy. Get the elbow out. Yeah. So that was nerve-wracking. Yeah. But not for you? Yeah, well, not nerve-wracking, just like uncomfortable. Because I could feel like it's not like it's already stretched. Uh, yeah. So like having <laughs> space for her to go in and like pull an arm out, like that was like this, it was hurting a bit. Like it was... A bit? Uh, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it was... Yeah. But at that point, I mean, it was all... It was, it was pretty fast. I, yeah, everything yeah. was hot. It was so quick. Yeah. Like, it barely felt like any... Like, it was just like, just help. Just get it out, you know? Right. And then, like, so she did, and then it was out, and yeah. it was all fine. So the baby's on my chest, and uh, I'm, like, freaking out, of course, because we did it. Yay! Right? It was so exciting that we did it. And then... <laughs> uh, I'm, like, laughing and crying and kissing Mason and, like, holy crap, this happened. And then there's a blanket over me and the baby's on my chest. And I'm like, has anyone seen what this is? Like, do, does anyone know what this is? Because, like, minutes went by. Like, yeah. it was like an extended we were just period of time. so happy that you did it. There like, was a baby. Well, that, that you had that experience. Like, yeah. not only did you push, not only did you have, like, all this great labor, but that baby was on your chest. Yeah. Like, the visualization so happened. So awesome. Yeah. You know? I was yeah. so happy for you yeah. that you had that that you had that baby on your chest right from like canal to chest yeah you know <laughs> yeah. nowhere else did yeah. that baby go you yeah, know exactly yeah it was cool because yeah the last time they took the baby away and right yeah so i was really really happy for you like crap. it was really nice it was mm -hmm. so we just relished in that moment yeah all of us midwives like nobody looked no like nobody we knew. were just like who cares yeah <laughs> the baby's here it doesn't matter yeah and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, I asked everybody and nobody knew. So I was like, all right. So then I was like feeling under the blanket, just feeling down and then was like, oh, dear God, <laughs> there's no way this is a friggin' boy. Like, can somebody look like, are we sure it's not like swollen genitals? Like, can we just like make sure? And yeah, sure enough, I'm like, that, that is a fucking boy. What? Like, the whole time, I'm still not over it. I agree with you. It's been almost a month. Yeah. And I'm like, I still can't believe that that's a boy. Yeah. What? Yeah. Floored. Ouija board was wrong on all on multiple Ouija accounts. board was wrong on yeah. gender, name, and date. Date. Yeah. What does this mean, guys? It means a lot of things. What does this mean? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's fine. Is it? So, we haven't had, we have not had this conversation. No, I know. 
I have thoughts about it though. Okay, well, we well, need to have a, a separate podcast for that. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So. It was it was crazy. Like, I don't know. I I still believe this child has a very strong feminine side. I don't know what that means yet, but I'm just floored still. Yeah. Because the whole time I would felt it a was very, a girl. Very yeah, I did too. Presence. I did too. Very feminine. It felt different. Yeah. 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 It was weird. Mm. Really weird. Anyway. So now we are, yeah, baby's almost a month old, and I'm not sleeping <laughs> at all. Mm. There's going to be gaps in this story that I'm going to, like, listen to this later and be like, oh, I should have said that or whatever, but I'm somewhat delirious. I think you did amazing to tell that story. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Did you tell, are you going to tell us his name? Oh, yeah. His name is Charles Edward Pike. Mm. And he... He was eight pounds, eight pounds, four ounces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight pounds, four ounces, which was smaller than his brother. But yeah, so now I am the mother of two boys under two. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. I think the reason why we wanted to tell this story, um, like not only have we been talking about it up until mm. this point, but I believe that the whole um, progression, the whole, all the steps, all, all, almost everything that you've been talking about mm. has a lot to do with manifestation and life. And it's just so... Oh, it's the perfect metaphor. It's so weird it. that it's a metaphor for life because you are giving life. Mm-hmm. So is it really a metaphor? Like, it's just such a... Yeah. It's an amazing way of looking at how we get through life. Yeah, you know? and all of the challenges and obstacles that we come across. And ch- how you choose to view things, mm. which will help you along your way. Mm-hmm. So instead of choosing to perceive pain as a negative thing and something that should be avoided and you need medication and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think we're saying don't use no. medication. No. Like, that's not <laughs> what we're saying. You do you. That should yeah. be a disclaimer on this whole thing. Right? right. Just because this is my experience and what I chose to do doesn't mean that we're advocating that anybody do what they're not comfortable doing. Exactly. Like, you do you. You listen to your body. If you need pain meds, if you need an epidural, if right. you want a C-section, if you want to do it, however you want to do it, good on you. Yeah. Like, just advocate for what you want. That's the only thing I would say. Right. Just make sure you fight for what you want. It's your body, right. your life, your baby. You do you. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Yes. Um, But in your situation, you chose to perceive your world, your reality, Mm -hmm. in a different way. And I think you chose to use love and excitement and joy as painkillers and as motivators and as, like, a way for you to actually have your your dreams become reality. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's just, oh, it's so awesome, you know? Like, I have been coming across this saying that's, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to grow through, grow through struggle, which is something that I have been in pre, like, previously I've been experiencing that. Like, I've mm-hmm. been, I've grown through struggle. And I think growing can be um, painful or can be challenging or whatever, it can be uncomfortable. I think mm-hmm. that's the word. Growing yeah. can be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but I, 
I guess it's you just have to choose. You ha- you have the the option choosing how you see it. Right. And I would rather grow through love. Yeah. That sounds way better to me than it's growing pain. through pain. Yeah. yeah. Right? And yeah. fear. Like yeah. I'd much rather grow through love. Who wouldn't? Right? Like why why do we have to grow through fear? Well, you know? I think I think when you especially when you equate it to labor, one of the biggest like ingredients I'm going to use that in labor in order to have a successful labor is trust mm-hmm. trusting is so important and we've talked about this before and how it's hard for me to trust the universe right yeah because it's like it's like a stranger or someone that I have to get to know right in this case it was trusting my body and I was working really hard on that leading up to the labor like I have that that cards divine guidance cards deck and there were two cellular healing cards in the deck mm. which is weird right like why why are there two cards of the same in the deck mm-hmm. that's weird but i took it as a sign that my body had healed and then i could trust it right like the oh, okay the uterine scar had I healed see. and i could trust it okay so i left the second card out of the deck just on my nightstand okay and i would see it when i went to bed that's awesome and it was like your body's healed don't worry about it that's amazing. Right? Like, tr- you can trust your body. It's okay. Right. It knows what it's doing. It's healed. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know? And so that was one of the things going into it. Like, another kind of side note in the story, in the labor story, is that the midwives, they have to have a fetal monitor on you at all times. Right. In a VBAC. Because if the baby shows any signs of stress, that's a sign of a uterine rupture. Right. And they have to go in and get the baby. And it's, like, all scary and stuff. But, <laughs> so they have, like, the belt on you, right? Mm-hmm. For some reason, the belt wasn't fitting on me. So after every contraction, they'd have to go in and, like, adjust it. Sometimes during a contraction. And, like, the last thing you want is people touching you during a contraction. Uh You just want people to fuck off. Right. Right? Like, you want to do your own thing. Which is why I like the idea of a home birth better. Because it's like, don't touch me. Um, And I had, like, a port put in for IV just in case something went wrong. And then they get it, like, you know. There's all these things, like, all of these protocols, right, that are all just in case something goes wrong. So all of those could go to your head easily. Right. Right? Yes. I might have to use this. I might have to do that. They keep checking the fetal monitor. Why are they checking the fetal monitor? Is everything okay? Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Right? Like, there's all these things that could go. And I was just like, no. Like, this fetal monitor, I know this fetal monitor is just for liability. I know this fetal monitor is to make them feel better because I know this baby's fine. Right. Right? And it's the same way with the first labor. Right. Like, there is no signs of distress from the baby at all. And yeah. that's because I wasn't stressed. Right. I was physically stressed. My body was like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. You know, like, I don't want to push anymore. But, like, my body was having a hard time with it. Um, but... I wasn't freaked out about it, yeah. right? And it was the same situation. Like, the pain amped up and all of that stuff, but I was just like, eh. But like, that's normal. That's all supposed to happen. Right. And if it's going to be a quick labor, yes, ideally it does happen like that. Right. So. Like, bring it on. Yeah, I was like, bring it on. Yeah. Because the more intense means it's almost over. Yeah. Right? And, you know, Mason, the odd time, was leaning up and kissing my cheek and saying, like, the baby's almost here. Oh, my God. Like, we're going to meet this he baby. He was doing, like, a little happy dance. Like yeah. he did one little happy dance. He's excited. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it should be, right? Yeah. He was super involved, super active, super supportive. Like such a strong role in the labor altogether, which yeah. a lot of husbands don't realize that they can have. Right. Um, and it's yeah, like it's such a cool such a cool experience. But there's the point of all of that being I trusted my body and I trusted the process and I trusted um 
like divinely what was supposed to happen. Right. At one point I did have a conversation with Abe. I was like, okay, I know you're here. And I know all my spirit guides are here. And I know I've got generations and generations of generations of women before me. Clearly, otherwise I wouldn't be here. Right. Who've done this. So I was like calling everybody to like come down and help. Right. Right. Like move things along or ease the pressure or make it easy or whatever. Like I was just, I was calling and trusting mm-hmm. that it would all kind of work out. Right. And I think like that's such an important part of this whole manifestation process. Mm-hmm. Trusting. And then allowing it to just happen. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there were some parts where my body was pushing for me, mm-hmm. which was such a cool experience, too. Like, you um, you push, but there were parts, I don't know if you could hear it, but, like, my breath would disappear. Yeah. Like, it'd go, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, it was, like, pushing, but I wasn't. Or I was breathing, and then it would just go, my breath would disappear. Right. That was my body pushing for me, which I, again, wasn't expecting. Right. I didn't know it would do that. So, like, that was really cool, too. It was, like, trusting and allowing that the body just knows what it's doing. Right. Right? Source knows what it's doing. Universe knows what it's doing. Just, like, stop pushing. Right? It'll do it for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Push when it feels natural. Push when it's inspired. Push when the contraction starts. Right. And then push through it. Right. And then take the break. (laughs) Yeah. And enjoy the break. I was even laughing at one point. I think it was, like, somebody made a joke, and I, like, laughed. Well, because Nick and I... We're sitting right there. And the way we were sitting, it was as if we were watching a movie. <laughs> and, like, past the popcorn. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, that was funny. But Serious entertainment. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Like, and, you know, oh, there's so many freaking metaphors in this. This is yeah. what I'm hoping that people get out of this. It isn't just about Me you telling explaining the... explaining cervix. Which is so and... fascinating. Like, I'm totally into that. But that's not... That's not only why. Well, that's not why we're sharing this story. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not only why we're sharing it. Like, there's so many cool things. So when you said, like, it felt good to push, that's how it's supposed to feel. Right. So, like, when you take inspired action. Right. You can't think about doing anything else. Because it feels so good to do it. Right. Right? Like, you're just like, I'm on the right path. This feels right. I know I should be doing this. Right. This is what, you know, and like... You're elated. You're so happy that you get to do that inspired action. Right. Because sometimes we we also view action as hard work Mm -hmm. and as a struggle. And it totally can be that way. Mm -hmm. But if you're you know you're lucky enough to be doing something that you actually want and that you enjoy it's not work and it's not a struggle it's fun it's fun yeah which is how you've described your labor right yeah it well yeah it was fun mm-hmm. i've used that word before i'm like dare i say <laughs> dare i say my labor was fun i mean if i showed people what actually happened <laughs> like on the outside you'd be like yeah. It doesn't look fun. No. I've like, seen you'd it. be like, what? It doesn't what? Look fun. How is this the story that she yeah. has? Mm-hmm. You know, how, is, how does she perceive it like this? Mm-hmm. You know? And I've seen it. Like, I've seen what it looks like. It doesn't look fun. And I trust, I know you. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that you're fine. Right? So, like, right. It's not well, really. I, well, I would tell like you if I shocking. wasn't. Like, yeah. In the labor, I would say, this doesn't feel right or blah, blah, blah. Like, I would have gone into it. Yeah. But I wasn't scared no yeah it's pretty crazy like if you ever have a chance to see a live birth i would recommend it yeah 
It's Ideally with cool. someone that's not afraid of it. <laughs> right. Like someone <laughs> like who's... with someone that's having a... Because yeah. we've been involved yeah. in a labor where the woman was not having a good time. Right. And it's really hard to watch because the pain isn't being managed properly and like they're getting There's so much fear. And it's so much fear. And yeah. There is a better way, you know, like there's so much. I would gladly have a conversation <coughs> with anyone yeah. that wanted to have a conversation about it. Like, yeah. Seriously, if you're pregnant and you hear this and you need some encouragement, send us a message because yeah. I'll send you all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, having the education and the empowerment and the program and the community of women that is associated with the, pro- like there's so much knowledge and support to help you. Um, but again, that's like, that's just about labor, but that could be applied to all this manifestation stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much information on it now. There's so many people that can help with specific struggles and like a lot of it is just knowledge and support and empowerment and love. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like just good feeling vibes all around like it's like that's kind of the key to -hmm. all of it is just trusting and knowing and leaning into the safety and the security and the the trust Mm -hmm. of it all it's really cool it is it's yeah it's still a lesson for me it's so funny because I find that applying the trust to the process of labor was easy yes I totally see that on you yeah and when you talk about trust, because I know that you have difficulties with it, yeah. it surprises me. Yeah. You know, that you're just like, I trust that this... Well, I trust you know. in biology, right? Okay. I trust in the evolution of our bodies. Right. You have uh, 7 billion examples of it happening. <laughs> People doing it all right. over the earth right now. Yeah. Right? I've seen videos where, like, female, like women's bodies just push the baby out. Right. A woman, theoretically, can deliver a baby asleep. Or, like, unconscious. Right. Body will push the baby out. Right. Like, that's how powerful. So, knowing all of that, it's just like, okay. Like, my body knows what it's doing. Probably more so than doctors can tell me. Right? right? Like, we're still learning so many things about the body. Like, right. So, that kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe uh, But I should apply that. Like, it's like infinite wisdom should be applied <laughs> in the same category of, like, we have years of evolution, or we have like thousands. Right, and thousands you have of a lot of evidence of... that this stuff works. Yeah, but you don't feel for some reason you're it's... you have a, you're against it or you're resisting it. Yeah, yeah, like it's like I'm only trusting physical. Maybe though, like because proof you're you know you're pregnant, you're about to have a baby. Maybe there's some like biological biological kick that's confidence like, yeah but maybe i don't know maybe not because we have met you know scared moms or yeah, whatever yeah. so i don't know you are a lion you are a leo yeah you do have confidence i do so i think that's probably helpful i know but i way. i have a, i have trouble applying it to this i don't know to this manifesting world not yeah. to having yeah. a baby yeah yeah but i'm getting better i think but i've yeah being in this being in like there's pregnancy mode, which I was, like, super active and really busy, and, like, work was crazy, and it was just kind of a gong show, and now I've gone into the post, it's, a po- it's called postpartum, right? I yeah. I still, like, this is what I mean. I'm, I know it's called postpartum. I'm just a space cadet. You're not. 
It's kind I'm of crazy, actually. It is crazy. You've only had three hours sleep, and you're having conversations. Three hours with me. sleep for a month. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like oh, I only had three hours sleep last night, but it's like, like no, every day. This is month. my life. Yeah. And not to mention, I'm being like completely depleted of your energy of all of my nutrients. <laughs> Yeah. My hair is, like, getting dry. It's, like, falling out. Like, it's, like, all of the things that happen postpartum are, like, happening. Mm. And it's winter, and there's no sun. <laughs> it's just super like, dry. Yeah, it's, like, one thing You can't really another. go out. You can't do anything. No, I've been, yeah. Cooped just, up. Yeah, I've just been going through the motions. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely a different... I'm in a different mindset, a different... I'm definitely in, like, the rest and relaxation mindset Mm -hmm. like I haven't been motivated to like listen to any podcasts or read any books or do anything it's just like I wake up I have do basic survival things like I eat (laughs) I haven't showered in four days right (laughs) like why why haven't I showered you can shower it's not that you can't shower it's just that you you're not motivated to you're just like I just don't care I just want to go back to bed yeah which is what I've been doing yeah I wake up I feed I eat I go back to bed. Right. It's basically what I've been doing. My God. But, and like, I'm not complaining. Maybe it sounds like I'm complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just explaining <laughs> that this is the life I'm living now. <laughs> oh my God. This is my life. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I have it so good. Like, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many women that are dealing with all this and have to go to work. <laughs> Or do it alone. I'll never understand. I'll never Single understand. moms. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand how they do it. Mm-hmm. It's no wonder they go crazy. Yeah. Seriously. Postpartum depression is a serious, 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 serious thing. For realsies. Like, I've had dips of, like, a bad mood or a bad day. But I have right. all the support in the world. Right. Like, I have the village. I have literally a couple living with me. Yeah. And my husband, you know, we have family, we have like, yeah, everything. Like it's I don't, and I'm having a hard time. Like I can't even imagine. I can't imagine. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. There should be riots in the streets. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, in the states, I mean. <laughs> well, maybe a bit here. Our maternity <laughs> leave payment is absolute crap, but at least we get it. Um, and job security. Okay, that's a completely different rant. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, that's like a very very long winded way of uh, explaining this whole law of attraction manifestation process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was. I loved it. I'm glad that you loved it. Yeah, I it did. Was, it was very graphic. It was very graphic. It was, but I wasn't scarred by it. Like it well, wasn't. That's good. You know, like I don't know. It was fascinating being on the other side. <laughs> one thing and I felt so stupid oh no well like I just felt embarrassed because about a couple hours after you had had the baby no during labor now that I think about it during your labor my hip started to hurt (laughs) sympathy pain and then like a couple hours after the baby was born like you're you know in the hospital bed and I was like my hips are radiating like both of my hips are like aching like I had growing pains when I was little and that was the feeling yeah. in my hips 
And I was like, oh my God. Funny, like because that's how my hips felt. Uh, and I felt <laughs> so lame. You're like, I'm I so just, tired and I'm so sore. Like, I was so tired. Yeah. I had less than two hours sleep. My hips were aching so bad, I had to take painkillers. <laughs> then I woke up with a fever. Yeah, you did. And you were really and sick. And I was really sick for a week. Yeah. So I felt like... How do you, how do you watch somebody give birth, like experience, like a, a spiritual amount of pain, go through an spiritual, a spiritual experience, you know, talking to Abe and like, man, like, how do you watch something like that? And then moments later, be like, I need to go home. I need to down. go home. I need to go lie <laughs> down and I need, need painkillers for my hips like I just felt like such I was so frustrated with myself and I think I don't know I think that made it worse I think I gave myself like a cold or whatever like I don't know like I was just I felt watching that really stressed you out and so you got it like I can't hear these words (laughs) (laughs) I can't like it's just like it's not fair our house after the baby was born was like locked down like Everybody was sick. Yeah, because of me. Was sick. Like, oh my god, I just can't. Like, I just. I don't know if it was because of you. Might have been. Maybe not. Uh... George did lick a grocery cart <laughs> handle the week before <laughs> at Christmas time. Oh my god! Like, Ew. imagine, imagine the germs on that thing, and he was just yeah. all over it. So, I don't know. He could have brought it into the house because he was really sick too. Yeah. It was a bit of a gong show. Yeah. All of that being said, like. I wanted to explain kind of at the beginning of the podcast, like, why we haven't been on here. It's like, yeah, I had a baby, but, like, there was, like, a month before that. But I was sick, like, the week after all of that went down. I got a cold. And then you had a cold, I think, and Mace had a cold. Nick was fighting one, but he fought it. Yeah. So all of that was happening. And then it was Christmas. Yeah. And then the baby was born. Yeah. And then now all of the non-sleeping and bananas. So, yeah. Yeah. That's why we haven't been on here for seven weeks, but we're back. Yay! I'm really excited. And we have lots of things to keep talking about. Yes. There's like a, literally a list of things next to Sam right now. So we have homework to do. Mm-hmm. But it's the good kind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's Thank you our for joining us. Podcast. Thank you for coming back if you have been listening or, or being patient with us. Yeah. Or if this is your first time, thank you for listening. Yeah. It's a bit of a graphic. It, it was a little bit. Maybe we should do a, some sort of disclaimer on this one. Yeah. Say, like, there's, I don't know. I mean. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. I don't know how, how many other podcasts people. podcasts do you listen to where they talk about cervix? I don't know. Say the word cervix. Probably not. Right. To me, it's just a word, but to some people, it's going to be like. <gasps> right. <laughs> they just say cervix? This is supposed to be some, this is supposed to be a podcast about money and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking about graphic fluids and stuff? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, Anyways. We have lost a follower or two. So. That's okay. That's okay. We're not everybody's cup of tea and that's right. fine. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll be doing some more soon? More soon. I'm on mat leave now. So that ideally would mean we have more time during the day to do this. But yes. I'm also a zombie. So. Right. No, we'll, it'll we'll be work good. between we'll make, the zombie. We'll, we'll work. We'll work with it. Naps. Um, so if you 
like this yeah like <laughs> share it do you Ooh, like podcasts if you like labor and <laughs> if you like this podcast manifestation share oh it with your closest friend <laughs> share it with your husband oh my god no don't like yeah okay it's maybe share it with a mom who needs some support yeah or like someone who's pregnant that needs like that's some a motivation. good idea that's a good idea if you know a woman but we're we're gonna tag Corinne in this. Hopefully, she listens. Right, and you can learn more about what she has to Please offer. Please do. Yeah. Yes, her program's called Love Your Labor. Mm-hmm. You can find it, I think, on Facebook. She does a webinar every Wednesday. There's one on tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's unbelievable. So if you know, if you know, even even if just one future mom listens to this, yeah, I'll be happy. Right, and get some kind of like, like if you a comment like, hey, this helped. <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah yeah that would be so great yeah yeah okay thank you for listening we'll have lots of really interesting content coming up here shortly we've got a nice little list here so come back and listen to us have a great day have a joyful and abundant day yes yes okay we'll just leave it at that okay bye. Okay, bye